Welcome to the House of Life NYC. You'll meet regular folks sharing their how-tos for life and get my tips for resourceful living. Hi, I'm Lee. Thank you for stopping by. Today, we are going to learn things that you didn't know you could do at a library. (laughs) Yes, my guest today is Chris Kretz. He's an academic librarian at Stony Brook University at the Southampton campus. He's been a librarian for 17 years. And by chance, we met at a function hosted at the Metropolitan New York Library Council. I mean, go figure. I mean, we know why he was there. I was there because they had a grand opening launch party, I guess, for their podcast called Preserve This Podcast. And so I am going to share with you the backstory to this episode as to the whys of how it came about afterwards. So please do stay tuned for that, as well as please, please share the show with two of your friends or family members who you think would enjoy this content. I really do want to share information with the world and you can help me do that. So I appreciate you and I thank you in advance for considering this and for doing it. Thank you. So now let's go on location to the Metropolitan New York Library Council lobby. (laughs) That was the quietest spot we could find. Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks. It's great to be here. You are going to take us through things we didn't know you could do at a library. Tell us. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a different world than you might have grown up with. So there are tools and, and resources and things you can do that you might not know. So I'm talking about public libraries and also academic libraries. Let's start with a couple of things you can do at a public library. Sure. And since we're on a podcast, you might not know that many libraries will uh, let you podcast from a library. Some have their own podcast studios, have equipment that you can rent out, and many libraries are doing their own podcasts. So you can listen to what's new in the library and upcoming events, things like that. Excellent. And the next thing that we might not have known. So there's a phrase going around. It's called the Library of Things. And that means that you can you can check out not just books, but you can check out, it goes back to, you can check out uh, gardening implements. You can check out record players. Some places do prom dresses in season. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's not just for books anymore, your library. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Back up. Prom dresses? How does that work? So it, it's similar to other uh, institutions have done it. So they'll get donations from different places around prom season for people that maybe can't afford it or you know don't want to spend all that money and then you can come in pick your size pick your style and you're ready for the prom so now who organizes that is it the library itself or does an outside organization come in it's no the library itself so most libraries have programming directors i mean they're, they're really community hubs so they they do a lot of programming um, that's just one example they go out into the community so they're going out to meet people where they are they'll set up you know pop-up libraries on the beach in the summer so again it, it's uh, the library is almost everywhere these days wow I, I have to say I am an avid library goer and I've never seen a prom dress, but maybe I just haven't been looking. That's really fascinating. Tell us, what else can we do at a library? <laughs> now I've got to think. 
Technology. A lot of times um, they'll have technology for people to, to try out before they buy it themselves. So you can uh, borrow hotspots are new now. A lot of libraries are offering mobile hotspots, so you'll check it out. You can take it with you on vacation or you set up your own mobile hotspot that way. Now, with this hotspot, are you referring to a small pocket-sized device that gives Internet access, like Wi-Fi? Exactly. So the library's paid for it. They're subscribing to the bandwidth and everything, So and they're letting their patrons you know, it's another service that they're providing. Make sure you have your library card and in good standing. So return those books if you, if you have any books uh, that are under the bed. Again, we are on location in the lobby of the Metropolitan New York Library Council on 11th Avenue here in Manhattan with Chris Kratz. Oh, my gosh. So, Chris, any other things come to mind that the general public isn't aware of that we can do at libraries? Yes, here's a good one. Since we're, we're heading into spring, a lot of them actually have seed libraries. So, and it's funny, a lot of them are repurposing the old card catalogs. Those long wooden drawers now have carrots and peas and tomato seeds in them. People donate them at the end of the season and then come around this time of the year when you're starting to plant, you can go in and, and check out seeds. Seeds, as in planting seeds. So, Chris, are these things specific to Long Island? No, I mean, th- these are movements going around a- across the country and the city. You know, libraries always trying to innovate, so there's probably a lot of things I haven't mentioned that I'm not aware of because there's always something new but uh, I would say check out your local library go on their website and just see all the things you might be missing. Thank you so much for that. Let's move on to academic libraries. What do we need to know? You know, We all have alumni cards right, from where we went to school and we can use those libraries. What do we need to know? As as an alum, I I would say, you know, make sure you get that. A lot of times um, it might not include something like database access or it might be a different set of database sources you were using as in your program. So make sure before you graduate what you're able to do and make sure you take advantage of that because it's definitely, if it's available to you, you should be able to you know, make make use of it. And so what are things we can do at academic libraries? So it, it depends on the program, but I can say for myself, uh, we, we serve a lot of health science programs. So we actually have a skeleton that we circulate for anatomy classes. So when they're studying the bones and the structures, they can check out this. Uh, <laughs> we're trying to come up with a name for them. We don't have a name yet, but we have another one on site called uh, Jack Marrow that they can check out. So uh, some libraries have bone boxes. Again, for health science uh, libraries, they can uh, put bones together and figure out all kinds of things. Uh, another thing that is big in library, in academic and public is um, the makerspace movement. So that's, you've got a 3D printer, you could have a laser cutter. So, you know, a lot of um, projects are, are getting more robust where you're, you're building a prototype and actually printing out something that you could use in your profession. So are academic libraries carrying the 3D printers that we can use, you know, assuming we have library privileges. Sure. They take a while to print, and there's a whole background with files and prototyping, but definitely that. And actually, virtual reality is the next on the list. So check out, you know, if you're in a program, there's VR applications that you can use within uh, within the library. So Chris, here on the show, the House of Life NYC, we do like to share a hot spot around town or in the state somewhere. <laughs> 
So what is your favorite, one of your favorite places? All right. We'll make this an all-library episode. Every time I come in the city with my family, we always stop at Bryant Park, right, in back of the New York Public Library, the site of the old Crystal Pavilion from the 1850s, a little history. There's always something going on. They have ice skating in the winter. They've got movies during the summer at night. Uh, great fountain. There's a merry-go-round. So it's, it's always something to, to do. And it's a great place to sit down and rest, too. And so for Bryant Park, it's a lovely spot, especially in warmer weather, as Chris mentioned. It's situated between 5th and 6th Avenues and 42nd and 40th Streets in Manhattan. You say Bryant Park, uh, most people should be able to direct you if you find yourself turned around. And the great thing is they have outdoor movies, they have dancing, and they have games and tables set up, like board games, as well as there's a large lawn. So you could even have a picnic. And if you have little ones, there's a carousel. I do recommend getting the 10 pack of tickets because it's more cost effective, but it's so much fun. It's a lovely time. There's a Whole Foods across the street on the 6th Avenue side and, and, and kiosks with coffee and treats. So you just it's it is a lovely time. And so, Chris, is there anyone you'd like to give a shout-out to? Sure, I'll give a shout-out to a fellow library podcaster of mine, a colleague named Chris D. Cristofaro, who does a show called The Library Pros at thelibraryprose.com, talking about events and developments in the library field. So if you're interested in that, um, definitely check them out. Thank you so much for your time today, Chris. Sure, it was great being on the show. You never know when uh, you're going to be ambushed by a podcaster in the street, so it was great to be able to, to talk a little bit about libraries. And Chris actually produces two podcasts as well. One is called Radio Tower and the other one is the Long Island History Project. You can reach Chris Kretz on Twitter and his handle is at CB as in boy Kretz. That would be C-B-K-R-E-T-Z. Again, at CB Kretz. So the backstory, I was attending an event, uh, basically the launch of another podcast called Preserve This Podcast, shout out Molly, and they were having, again, their launch party, and it was located at the Metropolitan New York Library Council. And so that's where I met up with Chris. And apparently we had met before, which he had pointed out. I didn't uh, realize that he was there at the event as well, but we had met at a different conference. And the thing is, I was so excited about attending the event because I thought, oh, it'll be great to meet some new fun people in the podcasting and librarian space. And I have to tell you that the great thing about the Metropolitan New York Library Council, Metro for short, is that they focus some of their services on archiving information, data. And what led me to them, I don't know, it was maybe a 3 a.m. jaunt online. And I was looking for a way to digitize and preserve, actually, a newspaper I used to publish in Chicago called Nichi Bay Journal. And, you know, I am half Japanese. And so that is how I came 
upon Metro. And the thing is, they offer, aside from institutional and uh, organizational memberships, they, or I should say memberships for organizations and institutions, they also offer an individual membership. And that is what I signed up for. And the really awesome great thing about Metro is that they have a podcast slash vocal booth studio on location at a very reasonable rate if you are a member. And so consider that, you know, if you're looking for just a way to support a really great organization, and then if you need a recording space, (laughs) Metro is one way to go. They are located on 11th Avenue and uh, mid 40s on the west side of Manhattan. The exact address is 599 11th Avenue on the eighth floor. Again, I will have that information in the show notes, so please be sure to check that out before you move on with your day. And so finally, my last thought about libraries and librarians is that when I was younger, I was a latchkey kid and libraries are what kept me out of trouble. That's where I would go after school because I knew there were people there. I knew there were books there and librarians and libraries, they they kept me out of trouble. And so I have a very soft spot in my heart for libraries and librarians. (laughs) So thank you. (laughs) Thank you for keeping me out of trouble. And so I don't know when National Librarian Day is. Uh, I just was thinking about that off the top of my head as I'm saying this now. So just walk up to a librarian and say, thank you so much. And I, I bet you'll make that Librarian's Day. I really do. And again, like Chris said, check out your library's website to see all of the hidden nooks, crannies, and wonderful things that it offers that maybe you didn't know about. So again, if you could just share the show with two other people in your network. I would really appreciate it because again, my goal is to share information with the world. And so thank you so much. If you have an idea for the show or if you think you would be a good fit for uh, guest appearance, please do reach out to the houseoflifenyc.com and let me know. It'll be so much fun to reach out. I really do want to connect. And so again, uh, the other thing, and I say again because I've mentioned it in previous episodes, But I do have a Facebook group for the show. It's very small and I would like it to grow because I would love to share tips and hacks and favorite spots in town with other folks just like us. (laughs) So please do head on over to the House of Life NYC on Facebook. It'll be so much fun. Oh, and again, I am the founder of the Asian American Podcasters Group. And so if you know of any, please do send them my way as well. And you can reach or they can reach out at AsianAmericanPodcasters.com. Thank you so much for stopping by. Take care and we'll talk soon. Bye bye.